The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Ryan Kelly Morning After on KPNT-FM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 in St. Louis, you're listening to the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Michelob Ultra Studios. Welcome to the Munganass St. Louis Acura. Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. Timothy Michael McKernan, Douglas Elvin Vaughn, Kenneth Aguistro, the Powhawk Action Jackson with you here on the radio program. Come on in to the EDF group text inbox and be a friend of the feather by texting in 314-881-TMA5. Call in 636-900-4TMA or email in for our design air, heating and cooling email today. The morning after at InsideSTL.com. Design air, the official HVAC provider of TMA. And the place you go if your air conditioning goes out during a St. Louis July, go online at designairservice.com. Work with the company Doug and I work with. That's Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. You click on the Book Now tab, and the next thing you know, you are working with Seth Goldcamp and his staff, and they are making magic. It's Design Air Heating and Cooling, the official HVAC provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show podcast. And Jackson uh, will be QFTAing this week after two weeks of no QFTAing. That's going to be exciting for me, for you, and all the people who submit erotic stories, oh. Doug. So many of our listeners are having great group sex. I don't know that they are. Can't wait. This is what they do? They submit these stories? Yep. They tell autobiographical accounts of group sex, and uh, they email it to me at tmckernan at InsideSTL.com. Uh, and they're all true, these stories. That's right. Yeah. So it'll be like a four-hour sesh? Uh, you got a lot of stories to catch up on. Yeah, I guess so. A lot of erotic stories. Do you think there's ever been a true story that was sent in? <laughs> no. Ever? <laughs> no. Not one? Deebs. No. Mm. Not one mm. of them. I'm... Well, Deebs is Gangster Pete's buddy who pleasures himself on I-70. He goes back and forth. Oh. So Autumn, right? Yeah. That. Oh, Hot Wife Autumn. Oh. Yeah. And who was the guy who had tales from the club? Uh, he used to call Power him. Luke? Luke, Power that's Luke. right. Yeah. Then he, he, fl- he can call in. We'll oh, he flew, to too, he flew way too close to the sun. His were real, because he actually cost him a relationship, one of them. Yeah, I'm going to say, he stopped. Yeah. He all but identified the girl. <laughs> yeah, that's a bad idea, Jeans. Yeah. Uh, well. It's always sunny in St. Louis when Tim is in town. That's from the total package. Doug, I think, uh, starting to wonder if you that text what, in as the total package. Is that what your dad is going by these days? <laughs> I don't think he's a big listener of TMA. Just reading between the lines. No. Uh, His loss. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. 314-881-TMA5. Is Plowsy invisible today? What does that mean? Is Where's that your camera, Plowsy? Oh, oh my. Yeah. What's happened? Weird. How about that? Doug, Here, look, here's the YouTube. And we're all there. My word. But the plowhawk is But he isn't really there. is there. It's he's, like, like a, he's, he's like a vampire who can't be photographed. <laughs> it's like National Treasure, you know, where they break into, I like, know. the art gallery. So they, you know, they have their tech guy, oh, like sure. the Italian job, and they... That's funny. So what is what is causing this? Damn I don't, it. I'll come fix it. I don't know, it, it Jackson. I think frozen. I like it. it. must be frozen from before the show, maybe. 
I think it's funny we that you can hear me. program over the weekends on, in the closet. Sometimes it feels like when I walk in and all my computers are shut down. Oh, what goes on? I thought I like don't know. there was only one pl- group of people who work in this room. I don't know. I come in on Monday sometimes, and there's like a coffee cup over here and an empty bottle. And like somebody's coming into our studio and making love. Maybe they just have a coffee clatch in here. They use this just as their little coffee clatch room. It's a sister meeting room. Well, it could be. They borrowed some of our chairs here for a while. And actually, they were right across the hall. We, never, we never realized that. No. Breaking news. Uh, uh, Stephen Wildwood says they sat next to Gangster Pete at the bar on Friday evening. Oh. He is not a trash man for the city. Well, cut it out. But he still wears that stupid effing hat backwards on the top oh. of his head. <laughs> I haven't seen Pete in a minute. Gangster Pete. Yeah, what, Gangster Pete. What bar are we at? Uh, Stephen Weil would call in 636-9004-TMA. We'll move you ahead of caller Luke and all of the ladies who are on hold. All right. Welcome back, Tim. Thank Jesus you can commandeer the talk time again so we aren't subjected to multiple sessions of Variety Hour with Ken each day. Well, he wasn't, he wasn't off the show. Thank you, Iggy. Thank you. Thank you, sir. He was on the show just in South Carolina. That's correct. That's correct. Now, I didn't get a chance to do a balloon party for two weeks, and Jackson and I are also looking forward to... Uh... Uh, <laughs> I wonder why Jackson was so bummed, and now I know. <laughs> I'm trying to pinpoint it. I just put that up. That's a cute guy. Who was that? Excuse me? Who? He just had Doug? two pictures of people <laughs> up there. Oh, yeah, just use I that. love the stock photo of people on there, yeah. For those listening on their way to work, they're now tinkering with the YouTube cameras, and that's what some of this chatter is about. Uh, uh, Tim, how was that dump hashtag Hooterville, or did you fly back into mid-America where you don't get berated for being in the pickup line after eight mm. seconds? That's from Alan Dadeville. You know, uh, Doug... Uh, I was talking with you in the Plowhawk before we started the presentation. Iggy, I imagine you were having a dart, but I didn't see you outside having a dart. Did you have to go underground because of the uh, conditions? Yeah, the chairs were a little wet. Well, there so you I go. I was by the uh, Ozo oh. bench. Uh, so I didn't say anything about it on the trip, too, because I feel like, and maybe I'm wrong. Tell me what you read on this. Bitching about travel experiences is kind of the poker bad beat stories of social media people just kind of go eh you know well unless it's a really good one you weren't hijacked or anything no um had a negative experience two weeks ago on the way there and then had a negative experience and i feel like because i talked about how great the experience was with mid-america airport and allegiant airlines last year that i have a moral obligation an ethical obligation. Have you? Look at this when you do this. Yeah, yeah. Bill Clinton used to do that with the thumb <laughs> in the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, to tell the other side of the story, and you know, people are welcome to uh, form their own opinions. But on the way there, we had a flight from Mid America Airport, which is in Mascouda, I believe, mm-hmm. and uh, to Savannah, Georgia. We have a five-year-old. We have a one-year-old. And uh, got to the airport at 2.30 for a flight that was supposed to depart at 4.30. There was weather in the area. That's nobody's fault. And, uh, and so they diverted the flight that we were going to take to Savannah to Indianapolis. Now, if you were to look at a map mm-hmm. and you would follow storms that come through the St. Louis area. Sure. What is the next major metropolitan area that gets hit by storms in the St. Louis area? 
Uh, Indianapolis. Mm. Yes. Mm. Brian Henschen could tell us. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and so that struck me as odd because, sure enough, they ran into delays in Indianapolis. And then the flight arrived at Mid-America. It's now 8.45. So we've been there for six hours with the five-year-old and the one-year-old, uh, as has everybody else that's going on the plane. But then we all start to line up at about 9.15 to take the flight. So, so things happen. Yeah. Whatever. Everybody's been through it, I oh, imagine, sure. if you travel. Yeah. And then at 9.15, the fine people at Allegiant Airlines sent a text saying that the flight has been delayed to 8.45 the next morning. Oh, gosh. Hello, St. Louis! <laughs> Does Allegiant fly to Indianapolis? Do they have a hub in... Uh, Doug, I know you track... Uh, well, you, they you must invest. if that's where they were going to change Maybe the flight to. Maybe that's why to. they went there, because they don't have a lot of hubs. They don't they don't go all over the place. No. So the, the issue then is, you know, we didn't drive to that airport, which I think is about 50 minutes from our home. And so I'm sitting there, and I'm, what the hell do we do? Do we get a hotel? Do I, do I take an Uber? So we take an Uber. It was about $80, $90. Back home. Uh, to get two kids to bed and, you know, get home at 11.30 or so and then turn around and then get up at, I guess, 5.30 in the morning probably wouldn't be... Fun stuff. (laughs) What a great ending. So we switch airlines, go with Southwest, and uh, and fly down there. So it goes. Weather-related event, I believe whatever happened, they didn't fly. So I didn't say anything about it on the air, certainly not on social media where I'm essentially retired. Although I had a wonderful conversation on the fan page on Saturday night, Doug. I did. I had time to uh, talk since we ran into another delay on Saturday. Uh, And this also with Allegiant. We're flying out of Savannah, and I believe the flight was scheduled for 2.30. Get to the airport at 12.30. Savannah Airport's a great airport for those of you that are ever looking to fly in the southeast. Uh, and at uh, around 2, uh, they said that the flight uh, had some mechanical issues. They're working on it. They'll have an update in seven minutes. thought that was odd, but I like that. Seven, seven minutes, minutes on the seven. Okay, sure. On the seven. I like that. And uh, seven minutes later, she said, Pla- uh, mechanic's still working on it. They switched gates, whatever. It's now 3.15, and at 3.15, people started lining up. So I'm like, oh, I told my older son, I said, let's get in line, and uh, and we'll get on the plane. We'll be back in St. Louis here in a couple hours, plus we get an hour back going from Eastern to Central time. And uh, at that point, uh, the lady announced that that flight was now canceled. So tough spot mm-hmm. because Allegiant doesn't have multiple airlines, as Iggy was pointing out, or multiple flights, and so you're just stuck. And so I then get on the Southwest app right away and was fortunate enough to be able to book a flight uh, at 6.20 out of Savannah that took us through Chicago and got us back to St. Louis. I think we landed around 11. Yeah. Um, so the Allegiant experience that I raved about last year, in fairness, if we have a negative experience, I'm obligated to share that with the audience. Yeah. Everybody who's been through this kind of stuff, especially if you've had children and you travel, it makes it more compounded. But uh, I raved about Allegiant. I don't think it was Savannah's airport. And I don't think it was uh, the airport Mid America and Belleville, Mascuta, but 
it, it will give us pause before going with Allegiant again. Well, that's the thing about airline travel is there are so many variables that nobody can control. Just because you want to fly somewhere, there could be weather a thousand miles away, so uh, you can't go. Or a, a pilot didn't show up, or they're short-staffed, or there's one tiny mechanical problem with the air. There's just a thousand things that can go wrong that can gum up the whole system. It used to be when I would go to Sanford and Allegiant, they only had, they only went to two cities at the time, Sanford and Vegas. Only two cities they went to. And Sanford's by Orlando? Yeah. It's actually easier for me because what my sister... What sis- would you have been doing in Orlando? My sister lives in Sanford. Oh, that's right. So it's easier <laughs> because... Friendly confines. confines. Jinx Coke. We fly right into Sanford where she lives, so two minutes from her house, whereas Orlando International is like 45 minutes. Um, but they only had two cities they went to. Now they're adding all these cities, so when you add cities, more planes, the chances of something breaking down or having delays is much yeah. greater. Or more weather somewhere. Yeah. Uh, if you get back home from a trip after 8 p.m. the night before, don't you automatically get the next day off? That's from Gummy. Seems like you should. Probably a shot at me, sweet. Oh, gosh. I was wondering what that meant. I guess it was a shot at me. I don't care. <laughs> from when your camper don't. broke down. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I flew back on Saturday, for the record. Right. It wasn't last night. Do you do that because of... Uh... In case there is, like, a delay, you don't get home on a Sunday night late. Um, I do like to have a day in between. That is true. But with Allegiant, they only fly on oh, Saturday. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's how you get those cheaper flies. you got to go certain days and come back certain days. Yeah, I mean, honestly, why we do it is because of the nonstop and having a baby. That's that's the biggest. That's, that's important to my wife, and so that's why we do it. Because I initially did book Southwest, and she preferred the nonstop, and I'm like, whatever's cool with me. We're flying to Savannah either way. Southwest, you don't have a nonstop. So, and the drive there is, what, 13 hours or so? 13, that's 14? Correct. So yeah. I left uh, my parents' home where we were staying at 10.30 Central Time, and we got back into our home at 11.30 Central Time, which means... I could have driven. <laughs> yeah. Instead, you, you hadn't even <laughs> left St. Louis yet. <laughs> so it goes. Uh, Things happen. Uh, but mm-hmm. I raved about that airport and Allegiant last year, and I feel a moral obligation to the audience by sharing the other side of the story. Yeah. So there it is. But I imagine that can happen with any airline and not just the... I guess these would be called budget airlines, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. How'd you like to be that person behind the counter when? Oh, I saw the, it. The they weather's just, they fine. Get berated, they get yeah. cut like nobody's. But I saw it. I mean, it's just a, oh, you know, it's terrible. a young lady in Savannah who knows. You know, she's just reading orders from a corporate office wherever Allegiant is, and just getting screamed at. It's you know, I. But I, I also understand people are emotional and they're fired up and they don't know where to really vent, and if they don't have a dog avatar. Uh, you can't take people out on social media, so you have to you have to go after somebody making you know fifteen dollars an hour behind a counter. It's only the God fearing dog avatars, <laughs> patriots. It's amazing how many people think if they just yell at the person behind the counter, they'll finally get to the truth that they are hiding no. planes somewhere with a full crew ready to go. They're hiding them back there somewhere, and they just won't use them. They go, oh, yeah, you can use private helicopters. Mm-hmm. We actually have 50 Allegiant helicopters. Thank God you ask. Yeah. <laughs> you want the keys to your own plane? What a tough job that would be. Holy <laughs> smoke. 
Uh, Plowhawk, you're not the only one taking shots. Take a load off, Tim. If this airline episode happened to Ken, he'd be holed up on PTO until Labor Day. That's from Little Tommy Tribbins. Can nobody take a day off anymore? <laughs> I feel like that's like a, such a faux pas now. It's such a humble brag that, hey, I haven't taken a day off in six years. I am pro-vacation. Absolutely. I am so pro-vacation. Vacation. I am pro-vacation. I feel like they're pro-vacation here at Hubbard Radio. Yeah, oh, or it could be they just don't care that we go or not. <laughs> yeah, new flash, guys. I got. I already talked to Tommy and Kadri. I'll be in Colorado for a few days. Oh, when are you going? Beginning of August. So we're leaving... Like Tuesday night, August first. So I'm working Tuesday off Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So Good for you, gone for the deadline, huh? What oh, deadline? You won't be here for the trade. Deadline. Oh man, maybe I'll give a take. Ew. Only a couple hours behind. Well, hopefully they'll make some deals before then. You can go ahead and go on your vacation because if a deal is swung, you're gonna have to cancel. Yeah, I, I gotta call Mo and let him know yeah. my you schedule. Ima- can you imagine that Plowsy has to cancel his vacation because the Cardinals trade for some oh, aging middle rel- reliever from Cleveland? I can Cleveland. certainly imagine Madison's reaction. I need to tw- I need to get pop a couple tweets off, so yeah. I gotta stay in my time That's zone. Tim, how was the uh, berating session from the parking people when you returned to Lambert? Doug, that's one of our favorite things. Is you right, uh, right there outside of the Southwest Terminal? Mm-hmm. There is usually uh, really hostile uh, security. Right. Moving people along. I've traveled all over the country. I'm proud to say that St. Louis is the only one that I have seen where you're welcome to the area, especially with only like room for five cars. Right. <laughs> and two baggage claim shoot 'em ups, whatever the hell they're called. What are those things? Carousels. Yeah. Uh, so it looks like you're landing in Paducah. And then there you walk outside and you wait for somebody to pick you up and you are just berated by a <laughs> The hazing begins. Well, the main terminal is the same way. There's one little strip of sidewalk there you can hang out. And there's a policeman or, or some kind of security guy walking up and down. You've been there 12 seconds. Move that thing. Well, he's just now putting the suitcase. I don't care what he's doing. You heard me. Get out. And those cell phone lots where I typically park, like if it's a perfect weather day, yeah, that's fine. Your person who's ready to be picked up is standing outside. you got yeah. about eight minutes probably to get there. But when it's freezing cold and they're basically forcing you to stand outside mm-hmm. and you're driving from a cell phone lot and you still got to get back on that carousel of death. Oh, yeah. just... And if it's the main terminal and your guest is not there, you have to keep driving. And then you got to figure out how to get back to that place again. <laughs> you're gonna Who be- knows what turns you need to make? I've been to that airport 10,000 times. I still don't know where I'm going. You're one wrong turn away. You're on 170 or yeah. 70 right there. Uh-huh. I, you're going <laughs> the opposite oh, way of the airport. Well, they, apparently they've got a multi-million dollar uh, rehab project about to launch. Right? They're going to try to redo the whole thing. I think the first step is going to be redoing that Chili's. Well, hopefully put, that's not the first a, step. They're going to put a double-decker Chili's in there with the Hooters. Listen, it's very important that arrivals to our town understand that we are a region of law and order. Mm-hmm. I support our Lambert Cuck ambassadors. <laughs> that's from Arbor Day. Yeah, they don't follow them all the time. <clears throat> we got back from Jamaica, and it was cold outside. And I didn't really feel like going up. I didn't really, I didn't really feel like going up the steps. And so I just went out that door, waiting for luggage. And I just smoked right outside. Two security guards just walked in, walked out, walked in, walked out. Didn't say a word. You were in the building. No, I walked right out the doors. We were supposed to go up the steps and go find a. Oh, but you were outside. <clears throat> yeah, I just walked out the doors and stood right there. And those jobs have two types of people: the ones that do not care at all 
explanation mm-hmm. with Iggy, and the ones that care way too much. Right. And that is the the, the Barney the Barney Five. You, you can't style. have a middle ground where people are like the workers like understand what you're doing, yeah. and five minutes is probably going to be five minutes. And I maybe have to just, say, now that we've discussed it on the show, and so many people have observed it themselves, and Doug, you talk about it as well. When I see it. And after 13 hours of travel with a five-year-old and a one-year-old, it was the one thing that lifted my spirits when I saw the lady screaming at people at 11.30 <laughs> with, like, five cars going fast. Yeah. Keep moving. I mean, keep it wasn't moving. like we were at LaGuardia, mm-hmm. you know, at LaGuardia at 5 p.m. It's Southwest Terminal in St. Louis at 11.30. You're afraid you're going to get arrested for putting your <laughs> luggage into the trunk of the car if it takes more than about 10 seconds. And then you run and jump into the car like you're on some bobsled team. It's literally like a pit crew to where, yeah, you almost keep it in drive when you're getting out to mm-hmm. help your person. So it's like the car is still moving and you're just kind of. Yeah. Now, the TSA people, and you still have to be careful what you say. Um, they're not lax, even though we're, you know, 20 plus years since 9 11. Um, but I was, uh, I forgot where I was going. But I was in line at TSA and you need to take when the shoes, knows, take the you? shoes off and, you know, whatever. It's no big deal. <laughs> And there's some kind of, she had to be like 70 in front of me, white hair, just looked normal. They pulled her over to check her. I said, ma'am, random check over here. I said, you're kidding me? It's probably a disguise. You're kidding me? I said, do you really think, and I, I used the wrong phrase, but I said, it, it's not 75-year-old ladies with white hair that are blowing up planes. Mm-hmm. Sir, you say that again, you would not be on this flight. You can't say blow up planes. No, you can't. But, I mean, this poor lady, she goes, what? Where? What would I do? Yeah. She didn't know what was going on. No, no. I've seen that, too. Uh, if you don't know what's going on with your golf swing, go to Family Golf and Learning Center. Oh, it's I a premier it. golfing facility for all abilities and ages. Provides a friendly and encouraging practice experience for the individual or the family. Uh, work with uh, the great instructors they have there. And they have a bunch of really good instructors. Great driving range and short game area. Family Golf features a double-decker driving range and also a par-3 golf course. It's Family Golf. They make St. Louis better at golf, and you just might see me there. Just please understand mm-hmm. I'm a huge local celebrity, and I don't have time to talk to you. No, And certainly no eye contact. Thank you. Part of that. Don't talk about your game. No. How you swinging them today? Don't say anything. It's not, not, not today anyway. Learn, practice, play your best golf. Family Golf. Online.com. Doug, what's our title sponsor's name? Oh, I see. It's Ryan Kelly. Ryan Kelly, and he'd like to get you out of credit card debt. He'd like to help you anyway. Credit card debt is at an all-time high right now. Would you believe almost $1 trillion in the U.S. alone? That's how how deep in debt our country is. On the average, $7,000 per adult with an average interest rate over 25% now for the credit cards. And it's getting higher by the day. Credit card companies want you to stay in debt. They make it easy for you, and that's how they make their cash. And most people's pay is not keeping up with inflation. It's harder than ever to not use that credit card and get an even deeper debt. The solution is let Ryan Kelly and the home loan experts get you a low monthly payment, a one payment for everything. And the good news is your home values are way up and you probably have access to more cash than you think. Check out the options Ryan and the home loan experts can work out for you to see just how much money you can save with a simple cash out refinance. And they've got that 10 day closing guarantee. So you can get on the path to financial freedom sooner than you think. Stop making the greedy credit card companies rich. Apply online today at thehomeloanexpert.com. Get your home financed with Ryan Kelly. Get your home 
through Jeff Lotman. God, that's dramatic. Yeah. I, I mean, I know you, you. Uh, you would use that dramatic pause, and I'm just ripping it off now. And I like yeah. it. I like it. I like it. Okay. Jeff Lotman, J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. Jeff Lotman, who is a TMA listener, longtime listener, first-time advertiser. He's been selling real estate in St. Louis for 22 years. He has over half a billion dollars in sales. He joined Compass Realty to start and build Compass St. Louis into the number one luxury brand in St. Louis, as Compass is the largest luxury broker in the world. He never turns down a referral, no matter what the price is. Remember, luxury is much more about the experience than the price. They treat all their clients the same way. You can connect buyers and sellers in other cities across the globe. Visit jefflotman.com. That's J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. Jeff Lotman, if you are looking to buy or sell your home. Uh, Iggy's uh, story has gotten a lot of reaction, which I didn't necessarily expect. First, I gave from the Cube Farm. As an Uber driver, I can totally agree. You need to be mentally prepared for the berating that you will be th- mm. that we thrust upon you. It's awful driving through Lambert uh, to pick people up. That's from Gabe from the <laughs> Cube Farm. Now we had four, five, maybe six now, texts in a row <laughs> saying that Iggy's story was made up. Uh, Mr. 63011, who has the uh, fast golf cart at uh, Meadowbrook. Worst made-up story in show history. Oh. <laughs> White-haired old lady. Mystery flight. Mm. Take a lap, Bootsy. That's from Mr. 63011. That is one of the worst made-up stories that he's ever told. I don't know that it is. That's from Painter Guy. From Sister Patricia of St. Mary Magdalene Brentwood. It's 730. It's too early for stories that never happened. Oh. Harrison's brother, Master. Ken, you've been the airport like once in four years. Uh, you can tell Iggy's internal, it's time to say something. Alarm clock just went off with the airport story. That's some dogtown tie. And then the next text, good story, Papa Wheezy Snoots. Oh. That 75-year-old broad was only like six years your senior. Thanks for sticking up for your geriatric friends. Oh. That's from B Money. Well, at least he believes it. <laughs> I guess he believes it. I mean, it's quite obvious at this point. Someone is being lied to. No, they're not being lied to. They'll shake down anybody. I don't know how anybody. long ago it was, but, you know, I used to fly quite a bit. I was in New York right after 9-11 covering a Rams game at LaGuardia where you, you would think that nowhere on earth would security be any tighter than a New York airport weeks after 9-11. And, and it was. They were everywhere, you know, with uh, machine guns. Out, it, it looked like, you know, a foreign country, that, the security that was there. And we walk in with bags full of equipment going through the x-rays with batteries and wires and lighting equipment. I, I can't imagine anything would look more like bomb-making equipment than what we had. No one said a word to us. No one did anything, said anything, looked at any bags. And they had a, a young mother who had to be in her 20s juggling two kids and a couple diaper bags. They had her in the corner going through every, everything she had in that really? entire bag. Does that look like a terrorist to you? Yeah, because I thought right after 9-11, they were only in, they called it, you know, I guess it could have been racial profiling, but for good reason, that they were only checking people from the Middle East. Like, if you were from America, you're just going straight through, but they were picking people out. Yeah, well, you can't check. always tell where the people are from. But, yeah, they used to racial profile all the time at airports. Speaking of 9-11... They don't just, do that anymore, I don't think. This is kind of... It's kind of a... It's probably like five years old. You guys ever see the 
documentary that those two French guys did. Uh, I believe so. Yeah, they were just following around um, a rookie firefighter. Oh, that yeah. was going to be their documentary. They were the ones who caught the video of the yeah. first plane. I'd never seen that before. It was fascinating. Mm, yeah. So I just thought I'd throw that out there. Yeah. The photographer, I guess, at the time. The name of the podcast. Could tell, even though he was shooting something else. He could tell at the time that that plane was way too low and something was off. And, you know, to his credit. Oh, is that right? He really? Went up, I didn't he know went, that back. He went from showing a fireman doing something on the truck. I would assume they just up in the air it. to see the plane. Yeah, it was right over their heads. Right. Yeah, because they were like, that firehouse that he was at was only like three blocks from the yeah. trade center. Is the YouTube up? I'm on it. Oh, no. Yeah, it looks oh. like it's. Live and on our cameras. Jackson, is it up? Yeah. It is. Yeah. All right. Whew. Maybe. There's probably two separate two, ones. Two separate feeds. Yeah. Uh, I, can, I can try to get rid of the old one, but I don't know how to do that without getting rid of the new one. Mm, I look hot. Do I look hotter in here, Doug, or do I look hotter when I have shrubs and caddies behind me? <laughs> I prefer. I'm sure you like the second one. I guess here the lighting is so good on you, Tim, here that I guess it would be yeah, here. Yeah, you're probably right. I was backlit there. I was yeah. so pissed about the sun. Mm -hmm. Never been angrier. Text in 314-881-TMA5EF. Group text inbox is where you can text. Uh, and you also can email in for our design or heating and cooling email of the day. And, of course, uh, call in as many people uh, choose not to do. 636-9004. TMA 636-9004 TMA. Speaking of taking a day off, Sinbad had one has one hell of a work ethic. He was on HG2 all week. Was he again? That's from Larry Thornton. Gosh. I doubt that. You know, I did a thing where I deleted a comment. It's the first time I've done it in a long time. Oh, well, somebody brought up this Sinbad thing, and there was about 20 <laughs> comments about how lazy I am. Yeah. And, you know the pattern. You know the routine. <laughs> sure. <laughs> this is not the first post that no, this has happened, it nor will it be the last. And so I was, like, fed up and annoyed. <laughs> Saw uh -oh. one too many comments. And so I commented. Then about a minute later, I'm like, I think I'm going to take that one down. Oh, wow. What did you say? I don't think it was too serious. Did I just you, did you threaten somebody? <laughs> I don't think maybe indirectly, but not directly. I, I was I, I just played along with him. I go, yeah, Plowboy sucks, man. That dude definitely needs to be fired. And just went on with like that kind of shtick. Mm -hmm. And then I said, You effing people need to get a life. Mm -hmm. And I was like, maybe a little aggressive. So I went back and deleted it. I still feel that way. <laughs> but I don't know if it needed to be on the fan page. I took so it on, I, it. I took it on a Twitter comment. This weekend, first time I'd done that in probably ever. Um, and it wasn't mean, but I was watching the um, American Century Championship from Tahoe, where all the celebrities and athletes play. It looked gorgeous, by the way, out there. It yeah. Doug like um, Steph Curry oh. with an eagle putt to win it on. He had a, yeah. a 18 and a hole in one on Saturday. Yeah. I've been there once. Jay and I went down there and uh, did a remote from down at the driving range. It's pretty cool. We got a lot of people. Lake on. Tahoe is beautiful. Yeah, beautiful place. But um, I was watching. I forgot. Oh, it was um, Don Corleone's place on Lake Tahoe. He did. Didn't he? I yeah. it was Michael's place. Mm. It was uh, Josh Allen getting ready to putt, and his caddy's lining up his putt from behind him, and he stood right behind him as he putted, which technically is a two-stroke penalty. Why? Well, the caddy cannot stand behind the player while he's putting. Where is he supposed to stand? In front of him? No, off to the side. But there's caddies that sometimes will line up the putt and they'll, like, put their foot behind them and they can see behind them where their foot's lined up to hit. And USGA stopped that 
you can't stand behind the player. You can line him up, but before he punch, you got to move out of the way, and he didn't. So I just tweeted. I said that should be a two-stroke penalty oh, on Josh no. Allen. His oh, caddy. No, I bet that and I took whistleblower. A, and I took a picture of the caddy right behind him as he's putting. Oh no! And there were there were like four comments all saying "narc, narc." What do you care? Yeah. Leave him alone. Yes. I, said, oh, I guess this ain't gonna work. Just get rid of this. No, yeah. Oh yeah, trust me. I've given a lot of takes on Twitter. Go oof. What were you thinking that reaction? But. Were you hoping the USGA would notify you and say thank you for your Thanks, for noticing? Yeah, yeah. we're actually going to offer you a full so time position. Oh wait, this guy tweeted it. It's Let's happened before though, hasn't it? Where people pointed out oh, rules yeah. violations oh, yeah. that they, they saw on TV. More, <laughs> I don't think you don't, they don't get fan feedback now. No, they used to be able to. And one one person watching called the uh, rules office. How do you have that number? Yeah, I don't know. But I just thought it'd be funny and didn't work out very well. So well, the old Appleton stepdad didn't enjoy it. <laughs> oh, he's probably the one said narc. Oh, yeah, Plowsy. Well, I can top that story about your deleted fan page post. I deleted a tweet. Don't take my spotlight. That's from the old Appleton stepdad. You know, if we're telling a story. <laughs> coming out of hard today. If we're telling a story yeah. and somebody oh, else has a story similar to that, well, don't sure. you just add into it? Sure, it's a complimentary story. I'm not saying you did, you did something, I did it too. I, I didn't take it that it. way, by the way, Iggy. I did not look at it. I know you didn't, but these people are just... <laughs> but that was a funny I can't, test. I might as well just not speak, because every time I speak, I'm hijacking a show. No, go ahead and rip them. Plowhawk, what was the thread? Because I did. I had a chat. Uh, the thread the was the... Was it, it, was it in the thread that I... Larry Thornton post. Oh, and I, about... <laughs> I saw you air-quoted right there. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Larry Thornton does use his name, and I respect Correct. No, I re- yeah, and I've met him. I did with a few times, and I don't mind him one bit. He's uh, not and not a banty, but it, it was kind of a funny little post about Sinbad playing over the weekend. Yeah. It was more or less just the it. aggressive comments. They're just, it's just so, and then Larry had a response <laughs> comment, and that's what happened. Well, then Larry, block him. <laughs> Larry, your responses of, of the, the lack of or the complete laziness is unfathomable or some sort of stupid block comment. <laughs> he does a lot of trashing in It's show. Saturday morning okay, at like 7.30 in the morning, dude. My whole thought is, dude. It's Saturday. It's it, it's a perfect time to not give a crap about what's on well, sure. weekend programming. Yeah. yeah. Let's make fun of when you produced and your shows were all the same. <laughs> Put him on blast. I didn't drag him that way. Every Sunday night, the same show. So why are we so banty on, on a Monday morning like this? Oh, yeah, it is true. Than these people. It's the carryover from Saturday. But I'm thinking in my head, okay, it's Saturday, and I'm. I'm thinking about, like, Larry Thornton's, like, what, priming his lawnmower, getting ready to piss off the neighbors in, like, a half hour, and oh. just listening to the radio and Sinbad comes on, and he's like, you know what could be a good idea? How many times get did on you the replace Sinbad? <laughs> One time. And it's tempting me now to play it every just day. Just going, you know. This is for you, Thornton. <laughs> the Sinbad clause, where it peppers in every day at random times. Sure. Do we have a drop we can play of him every time it's brought up? We just no, I need to go back into the clip and actually extend it and to make it longer. Well, you've heard it enough. You should know what he said. <laughs> How many times do you think the Sinbad interview has played? More than what you would actually like believe. 10 or 12? 100. No, I don't know. 100 times? I don't think we have that algorithm. We can see when it was last played, but not total plays. No. Guys, nothing like Ken, who didn't have a real handicap until pressured to get one a few years back, and who fires into anyone taking too long for his liking, even if the whole course is backed up, to use Twitter to be a rules aficionado and an all-star quarterback in a pro-am. That's from Carlos Spicy Wiener. Well, it wasn't a pro-am, and you're talking about me out there playing on a weekday, 
compare with friends compared to these guys that are playing for fifty seventy five thousand dollars and it's you know and Josh Allen probably should have been disqualified. I didn't look because at the end of the tournament, Damn, talk they show the eighteenth hole where he missed a putt and then he just picked up. He didn't even finish the hole. What are you gonna get? What score are you gonna give yourself? Are they like shooting hoops in between like tee shots at that <laughs> yeah. tournament? I saw Draymond like, kind Green of going, the going up for the like part? forty. Mm-hmm. But did you see the Marty Fish thing? Oh yeah, that was wild. That Doug, what was the Marty? Fish? I, I didn't what see it. Someone screamed in his backswing. On yeah, the somebody should have found this guy. It was bad. Really? Even is the there co- audio of that by chance? Uh, yeah. 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 Um, is that in your audio, Jackson? I'm sorry. It is. No. I mean, I, it's uh, easily found. Okay. Yeah. It's, it Roger is. Maltby pointed it out right away. Roger. And he just. Roger, what does he have down oh. there? And he and, dead shanked it too. I can't see it. Let's go. To I Doc have Pepper. it whenever you're ready. <laughs> well, Peter, it looks like he is behind some foliage. He's going to have to negotiate here and just punch out with a seven. It looks like. Here we go. Hit the lever, Plowsy. Eh? A lot of getting ready. Somebody screamed right in this backswing. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was, that was awful. Oh. Where'd it go? Well, it went straight right. It went straight into the trees, the gallery. But that was really, really bad. Oh. But that was timed. That was on purpose. Yes. Oh. That was timed. That was on purpose. <laughs> Dude, but you Imagine should... how furious <laughs> the golfers are when that <laughs> It couldn't have been more dead right now. I think that's what made it kind of funny. Because it went so right. And you could see the crowd turning. They're clearly looking for the guy who was, like, squawking. I, it didn't yeah. sound like a yell, but, like... Making bird noises or something. <laughs> yeah, that's, I was listening for a yeah. scream, and then I'm like, oh, it was the, the bird noise. But everyone was narking. Speaking of narking, if, if everybody was calling Iggy Nark, everybody was pointing. And they didn't show the oh, guy on right? camera. Everyone was really? pissed. Everyone was pissed. Because see, I th- I don't know what hole it was, Jackson. It was but last hole. That was the last 18. hole. Okay. Yeah, I knew that. I tuned in right when he was behind the tree punching out. Oh, he's so, so right. I, so I saw Curry hit that putt, but what? I had no idea about why he was behind the tree. Yeah, so Steph, if I'm not mistaken, it's a pretty easy hole. Steph Curry wasn't happy either. He was he told Marty pissed to, off. Yeah, I think he just told Marty to reload, meaning re-tee. Like, oh, that, that's, really? Curry was like... Adamant that Marty should re tee, and I don't think it ended up obviously oh, happening. You can't, but I don't think he said that. He was just oh, he up. said you should reload. No, like in this clip, he said you should reload it. You may not be able to like hear it because you have to actually see Steph Curry to make sure to like listen in, but yeah, I think Steph Curry wanted him to re hit. And they were looking for the guy as if it was like the <laughs> FBI on some sort of surrogate. Right? Oh, it was bad. It's kind of surprising it doesn't happen more often as obnoxious as people have gotten nowadays. Maybe the golf crowd takes a little higher. Higher quality of fandom than most other sports. Because you can imagine people asking for quiet in any other sports. That's exactly the opposite of what they would get. Guys, it cost Marty Fish the tournament. He most yeah. likely birdies that hole with a decent tee shot. That's from the reluctant cuck. Yeah, Steph, Steph Curry went in driver eight iron. I mean, and it's a par five. Oh, jeez. Yeah, but in that altitude, it's almost everybody in that field that's 10 handicap or lower can get on there. Well, too. that's what I'm saying. So if you don't have to punch out behind a tree. Oh, yeah. But guys, yeah he's probably on it, too. And I don't really know much about Marty Fish outside of I know he's won that event and he's a hell of a player. Then he's going to be on. At least he's going to have a shot to be on in two. And if he's not on, he's going to be chipping for a, with a putt for birdie. So. If, uh, you, if you guys are playing golf and there's some kind of random noise in your backswing, do you just completely break down? Well, no, because I have to tell to you, I, I had it happen 
I was playing a match. It was the night of Jennings Memorial. Uh, and I was playing a match. I mean, it was in the B flight, so I kind of didn't, I don't want to say I didn't care, but it certainly wasn't, you know, none of the stuff matters really, honestly. But this mattered even less than normal. And, and nobody did it intentionally, obviously. But uh, I think I was one up and could have closed out the whole and the match on 17. And somebody I screamed hi to somebody away right as I and I'm like and I just like I don't even know what you would call it. It wasn't a shank, but like ground ball, and it was like I had a gap wedge. I mean, that's something that I'm going to hit the green with 90% of the time. So it's weird how that works because I know most golf people go, oh, you know, because it's oftentimes subtle socioeconomic hate, but you know, but it is a real if it's just quiet and that and then all of a sudden you hear that and it's so mechanical that it can throw you off. And Marty Fish is, you know, a great player, and I guess that came into play for him there. I've often thought it'd be it'd, it'd be fun to see one tournament a year where fans and players are allowed to yell at each other. During then the I, th- I think if you know that, I, I think it's the quiet and then the noise that changes it. it must. If it's just all the time noise, I don't think it's as big of a deal. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, because they have no problem at the Phoenix Open. Was that 16? Yeah. I mean, they know it's happening, so they just hit shots and you don't see them shanking balls. Now, if you're in your backswing and someone you're with breaks wind, then mm-hmm. it's, it's almost impossible to follow through with a decent <laughs> shot. And as much as you hate it, you can't help but laugh either. But, like, we, like, average golfers, like, will complain about that clip. Oh, well, who cares, you know? But, like, they're used to, they're so used to the quiet atmosphere. Now, this is Marty Fish, maybe not as much, but he's still playing probably on private courses that aren't party courses like your typical public courses around the areas. But I I still think the squawking and how right it went, Doug. (laughs) <laughs> he just completely he went spastic immediately over uh, it was so bad yeah i would love to know if those guys there's gotta be i know joe buck was playing he was playing with marcus allen uh and roger clemens that was their group on thursday or friday uh there's gotta be ridiculous side action i don't know if they do calcuttas because it's not like it's a team event but uh there's gotta be insane gambling so and you're in Tahoe. I would be, well, I mean, there's the money involved in that tournament. The people who are playing are all, you know, multi, multi, multi millionaires. At least I would think they're all multi, multi millionaires. So just betting ridiculous amounts of money. Um, Mark, Mark Mulder's won it, Doug. I like, I like Mark Muldew. Muldew, yeah. He's the only guy that's won it three times in a row. Oh, did he really? I didn't know that. Yeah, I think. 15, 16, 17, 16, 17, 18. Didn't Rick Roden used to win a lot? Oh, he did. The old pirate Former pitcher. pirate. Yeah. Uh, guys, yours is the type of program where members of the show resent the audience members for having the audacity to listen to the program. Thanks. <laughs> that's from Arbor Day. Listen to at yeah, your leisure, right. but like, it's more of the complaining on a weekend. Like, if we're live, it's different. Yeah, but this is if you if you've heard the Sinbad interview, how about you decide to just podcast another segment, podcast one of your best favorite ones you like, or mm-hmm. just turn it off and go be with your family. Right. Stop a- listening to this. but going anything but going to the fan page, and the oh look at me, I'm cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna rip this guy's ass. Right. 
It's like, what's the point of that? If you got a problem with it, just DM Plowsy. Plowsy, it was on again this week. How many times are you going to play it? You don't have to put it on the fan page and this because you know everybody else is just going to start making comments. I agree. Wouldn't say I would love a DM at 7.30 on a Saturday. Well, couldn't they also email Iggy at negril 111 <laughs> That's actually Pepper yeah, and Jeannie's email account. So, yeah. Most of them are going to... Spam anyway. Oh. I was laughing so hard when I heard the Sinbad segment this weekend. I felt like Henry Hill and Goodfellas yelling plowsy while I was in the shower, as if the plow king had just pulled off the Lufthansa heist. That's from celebrity chef Dom <laughs> Delarice. I typically never let that Sinbad interview go longer than a week unplayed. So I think you're people definitely expect to hear it now. It's got to be on all the, on a continuous loop. Every time I see it when I'm about to enter it, I, I almost want to look at the time and go, mm, I'm going to be ready for Tuesday at 4 p.m. to hit. I haven't heard it since we originally <laughs> we did, did it. it. What, did, what did we talk about? I have never listened to I it. I remember him never. sticking around the studio and BSing with us. And I was like, oh, he was, he was just a great guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the interview was... Didn't really remember. stand out to me oh. one way or the other, but he was a great guy. I think he was a big sports fan. Yeah, so Jackson would have loved it. He was talking a lot of NBA yeah, after the show. That's right. Sign me up. Well, you missed it, Jackson. Sorry, you were only about oh, 13 at the time. Welcome to the Benita <laughs> Show. I am here at Fat Buddha uh, uh, Studio. Yeah, that's when you start <laughs> over. <laughs> Especially on the intro. You just blow the intro. You know, if it happens 30 minutes into the interview, you keep going. But on the intro, you say, ah, can I start over? And everyone says, sure, start over. It's the mini orgasm <laughs> while also trying to collect your thoughts. Is yeah. r- You don't see that a lot in local television. Hey, it's Jackson here to talk to you about Factor. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. My favorite part about Factor is the convenience of it all. These are no-prep, no-mess meals ready to go in two minutes. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Sign up and save. They've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com slash McKernan50 and use code McKernan50 to get 50% off. That's code McKernan50 at factormeals.com slash McKernan50 to get 50% off. Uh, Caller Buzz is the uh, defending Milagro Tequila Listener of the Month, and you can compete with Buzz by going to TMASTL.com and making your case. Good news, you don't have to use your real name. Uh, Complaining about Plowsy being too high and forgetting to hit a button is funny. Calling Plowsy lazy and stupid is not funny. Thank you. These basement toads don't know the difference. That's from Caller Buzz. Oh. I think that's a great point of that gray area and you can certainly call me lazy and think i should be fired but you shouldn't be able to say that on the fan page and then get you know blown away when i have a reaction to that Mm -hmm. like that that didn't give you but you deleted your reaction i i did but but i i I shouldn't have actually and i'm glad i did for the sake of put it back up there but like they they get so surprised and think i'm the one that butt hurt because i need to i I would like to respond to your complete ridiculous accusation how dare you defend yourself yeah yeah like this is this fan page isn't for you just a bitch and complain about the show with complete immunity like that that's not how this works 
You want to come at the bowl, you're going to get the damn horns. Oh, God. Wow. Gina, Gina, Gina. That's it. Where'd my oven mint? And, and again, I'm fine with you coming at me and taking shots, but you better be prepared, bro, because I have no life. So I can go on that thread for 50 or 60 more comments. You may have a kid to feed. You may have to go to work. I'm settling in, baby. It's noon. If you want to go after the bull. I'm just now getting started and Young and the Restless. You know, I just got packed my second bong. I'm in it for a long Facebook oh, day. You're watching Young and the Restless? <laughs> Typically, yeah. <laughs> Typically, I can't imagine anything I'd like to watch less while taking narcotics and soap operas. Why don't you want to go after the bull? Uh, you're going to get the horn, baby. Oh. <laughs> Doug Tuffin makes her Jack Wagner on that soap opera? Yeah, he still is. Really? I think. Do you think Buzz... Messages, so we would say, oh, that's right, Buzz was supposed to have a big he weekend did. with he the doctor. He issued a statement, uh, morning boys, I want to mark myself safe from the good doctor. Okay. After a lot of discussion with the finger queen, we decided to not meet up with the good doctor this past Sunday. This was decided after getting quadruple texted and three missed phone calls, and I was still pushing for it for hashtag content. But the finger queen put the nail in the coffin when she said, it's all fun and games until the doctor is inside of you. Oh! I want to apologize to anyone who wanted me to get penetrated and or killed by the doctor. I promise I will find more creeps and continue to search for sexcapades because I am the Henry Hudson of buttholes? P.S. They did not go to the game because we did not go. Isn't that alarming? That's from caller Buzz. I knew that I had to have you inside me. Okay. Yeah, I told that's, you exactly. That was a guy what. with no filter. I told you if you didn't, me bum. if you didn't get a uh, a naked picture of the of the wife, yeah. then he wanted you because he's only sending pictures of him topless. That is unique. It, it must be. Otherwise, I'm sure he could find some action in Chicago and not have to come down to St. Louis all the time, right? Yeah, I mean, you got that kind of money. Yeah, so, so they girlfriend. came to St. Louis to go to the Cardinals-Nationals game, which is phenomenal in and of itself. But yeah, to see a couple of last place they, clubs. Then they didn't go to the game once they... Didn't go. Hmm. The game was just to cover. It was to cover... It was to give him a, a false reason for being here. Yeah, he thought he, he thought he could get buzzed to have gay sex. You think that's what <laughs> that's it was? That's the only reason. You probably can't find anybody in Chicago... He's not looking for somebody for his wife. That'd be pretty simple because she's very attractive. And he's maybe a well-known doctor who doesn't want to. He's clearing be markets. Involved in any controversy. <laughs> he's clearing markets. Yeah. So he thought he could. He thought he could get Buzz. He thought Buzz was an easy mark. Uh, King Fupa says, "F these guys, Plowsy. I watched the same porno for the past five months. When you have something as golden as Sinbad, you got to go with it." That's from King Fupa. Hmm. You got to play the hits. Yeah. Uh, I sincerely love Plowsy, but the so- the show. The shoes, Doug, is that how you pronounce it? The shoes, yeah. Interviews because they don't really fit well with the grab ass. Yet 30% of TMA all day is every single interview with a comic from the last 10 years solely because they're long and he doesn't have to do much. This week oh. I heard Greg Warren, Kevin Nealon, and Sinbad. Yeah. Yeah. Wrong, 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 wrong. Yeah, wrong. I'm gonna, Jackson. I'm gonna, Jackson, I'm going to take this over real quick. Oh, oh so right. like, <laughs> Let me fasten. Let me get these uh, Well, up. no, it's not a take. It's just like this and just... And again, I mean, he may not understand this, but the, those... If you don't know what I do and, like, you're confused of why these interviews are playing, you can't end it with, 
Well, probably just because he's lazy and doesn't care, and these are long enough, so he doesn't have to do any work. Yeah. Have you ever heard of Evergreen? No, no. A- segments are Evergreen. They we, last forever. They're green They last forever round. because yeah. there's not topics of a Cardinal game from three years ago or a certain topic right. that is now completely useless that we were talking about three years ago. you got to mm-hmm. take about a bunch of live reads as well. So when you find these types of interviews, you know you can play them. You make them your work Because they're comic. They, the comic talk about their life story, what they're doing currently, what they've done in the past. All that stuff is relatable. Well, from sure now, a year from now, two and a half years from now, you can listen to that Sinbad interview. Talking about what Dexter Fowler did in the outfield mm-hmm. that one night and, right. and doing a wrestling recap with Larry after that, like <laughs> yeah. from wrestlers who may not even exist for programs who not, may not even be on the air, like that is not evergreen. No, it isn't. So go do your little customer service job and leave the big oh. boy jobs to people who actually have brain cells. You want to ask a question, that's like fine. Us. We're big you, boys, right? You're coming at the bowl, you get in the horns. Oh. And they're right up your ass, boy. <laughs> so... Oh. I think I put that one to bed. Next, <laughs> rack them. Oh. Great Charlie would say. Young oh. and restless on deck. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just stool. like, oh. ask a question, ask a question. But you can't tell me I'm lazy without no. even knowing the answer. No, I can't do that. Is the MyBookie AG bonus code that is promoted constantly still valid? That is from the birthday hawk. See, that's weird. I mean, I, I don't know if there is one. Can no. you tell me the segment so we can delete it? Yeah, we sure would like 500 that. segments. You're bound to have one of them still lingering in there. Rockio would handle that read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, a need for evergreen content does not, does stop. A need for evergreen content does stop segments from 2021 discussing the J-Hap trade from making its way into the rotation. <laughs> That's from Gummy. Like, if you notice this, just let me know. But sometimes you can't just abruptly take some of those out because ra- that'll randomly come up in, like, a, a funny grab-ass topic. Well, sure. And having just a complete, like, minute or two completely taken out of there, mm-hmm. it, it sounds really choppy. And we all have such ADHD that who knows what topic could come up at any one moment. I think it's hilarious how they think just I, I can just open up a segment and just go... And just, like, talk to it as if my computer is, like, AI and go, hey, cut me up a 25-minute segment. Take out all the libraries. Make sure it's evergreen. Not yet. Oh, loading, loading. Okay, we got a segment. Save. That is not even close to... I I just... Have you always been this lazy? Is it just something you developed in radio? See, that's funny, Doug. Okay. That's funny. Uh, Plowsy got compared to John Mazalak in the Larry Thornton thread, and it was spot on. That's from Hyman the Roth. How are you, John Mazalak? Uh, apparently, I have the same power John Mazalak does with the DeWitts as I do with Stan Hubbard in oh, Minneapolis. Is that right? I can, yeah. That's the only com- right-hand man. That's the only realistic comparison. Con- comparison they use is a joke. Like, <laughs> so I don't know what exactly went the comparison, but I did see that. You don't even own an ascot. It didn't make me laugh, and it was dumb. (laughs) But I did, I don't know, I didn't respond to that one. It didn't need one. Who did you respond to, Larry Thornton? Oh, yeah, right when he he said, the laziness is unfathomable. That's when, when in my head, I'm like, okay, first of all, you're showing off your vocabulary. Second off, I'm not lazy. No. And I just went off. I popped off, Doug. He had it coming, this guy. He did. 
But I deleted it. This weekend on the way to church, there was a clip played of me getting my salad tossed all coked up by a gum-chewing crackhead. Oh. It was classic. That's from the recovering alcoholic from Belleville. Mm. But let me make sure I get these random, terrible segments. I'm sure you want me to edit. God. I remember that one time I called in and it lasted 30 seconds. You should definitely edit that for a best of. Oh, these tryhards, man. Cowboy, stay off the fan page. Those people suck. That's from the Crystal City Clam him. Mm. But the problem is, if you let it go, on, uh, you can't just let them go. You gotta, every time a post is about me in a negative way, I want these people to really think about it before they hit send. Do you? Yeah, because if they know they because can just get away with, with the it, they're just gonna be sending them like, yeah, yeah, you get the horn. That's, <laughs> that That's what it's called. That won't stop them. That oh, will make no. them probably go further. Well, I'm excited. Is it not possible for someone to. Jot down a note. If we ever have a segment that appears to be evergreen, we should just write it down immediately and go back and clip and save it. Or do you do that already? I, I, I mean, I, I do it just by how great Jackson does with the notes and the topics that are titled as well. You yeah. kind of know what's a cardinal topic, what's a sports topic, and what topic you could consider to be evergreen. Because the notes go in depth on an Iggy story and, you know, discussing a Pepper and Jeannie topic, which are, yeah. which are always evergreen. Oh. So, yeah, I... I take a little time reading segment notes but you do. but again that's just a, another lazy way of saying i do nothing feels like it no. uh, uh doug here is the comment the irony of plowsy is that he is the john mazalak of tma the fans constantly question his moves but he just gives the middle finger because the best fans in hd2 keep listening and mcwallet isn't going to hold him or strode mole accountable <laughs> well that's not too far from true is it <laughs> But yeah, but like, what brass is he talking about? Well, the people that run the station, I guess. Stanley Hubbard? Well, that's going a little you high up Stanley the ladder. You think Stanley Hubbard, he's 90. You think that dude is going, we need to lock this guy up to a long-term deal. He's untouchable. And no one said that. No one should say that about me. But again, yeah. I don't get the comparison. I do not wear ascots. And I don't have a Brooks Brothers membership. Why was I mentioning hey, A member is just a store. <laughs> I, I got nothing to do with this. I know. I don't know how Iggy got dragged into it either. Strode Molly. I, I didn't even catch it as yeah. I was reading it. I just hear my name and I got nothing to do with this. But. Well, I don't even know which text sent it. We're getting so many damn texts about this. Yeah. Now, here it is. The irony of Plowsy is that he is the John Mazalak of TMA. The fans constantly question his moves, but he just gives the middle finger because the best fans in HD2 keep listening, and McWallet isn't going to hold him or Strode Mole <laughs> accountable. Mm. Who's, the H who's, who's it comparing? Like, who are the DeWitts and the eight? Like, that's Stan Hubbard, right? Or maybe the boss is here locally. Yeah, but that's just Larry Thornton just going off on. That wasn't posted by Larry Thornton. No, that oh, I thought that was, I thought you started the post. 100% you have blocked, too, by the way, Iggy, I think. I have a most blocked. <laughs> In that thread, probably. Uh, Mr. Sider says, uh, hashtag Plowzalock. Plowzalock. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and he thinks my old Spanish teacher name is a text name. That's pretty good, uh, Mr. Sider. Uh, Watching on YouTube this morning is 
Ken is close to pout-pout time. That's from Mr. 63011. Why is that? Uh, Mr. 63011 has that fast golf cart. Uh, you can call in 636-9004. We'll move you to the front of the line here in the Munganas, St. Louis Acura Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. Work with Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, and Peter Munganas at Munganas, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. StLouisAcura.com and AltonToyota.com. It is Munganas, and you can use that secret phone line of 314-252-0029. Uh, or just go shopping at StLouisAcura.com and AltonToyota.com, and you don't even have to have gotten your car from Munganas to get your car serviced at Munganas. It's Munganas, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota sponsor of the 7 o'clock hour and the Daily Fantasy Sports Showdown. Did we have one last week? I believe we did. Yeah, we played the Genesis I got a the feeling. Scottish Open, Rory. I got a feeling that McIntyre uh, cost me a win. Uh, Jackson. Idiot. <laughs> Jackson. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Yeah, oh. Hold on. Um, I actually had the winner in the um, other tournament. The Barbasol actually had Vincent Norman. Wow. Yeah. Never heard of I, man. But I had, well, I knew a little bit of him from Sweden, and um, but I, I missed three cuts. Uh, Doug had Shoffley, Clark, Van Ruin, and Gordon. All those guys made the cut. Unfortunately, Larazabal and Cantlay did not. Oh, idiots. <laughs> Doug finishes with 333 points. Iggy had Hatton, Dietrich, and McIntyre make the cut. Uh, Hogard, Rye, and Fitzpatrick did not yet. Even though Iggy had one more guy miss the cut, having McIntyre finish second, put him over the top, 338 and a half. Oh, oh see, the scoring doesn't seem fair. Yeah. And T. was also. Well, did the children get anything? Uh, not a nickel. Even no. from the guy who researched mm. it mm-hmm. and yes, got sir. to pick his team, handpicked? Nope. Well, once again, my Gosh. guy was one stroke off the lead. This is like five weeks in a row. I've had the winner or the guy right up there. But At one point, with four holes to go, Hatton and McIntyre were tied for the lead. I don't know what happened to Hatton. He just decided, oh, I'm just going to make a bogey, bogey, <laughs> double bogey coming in. That's what he decided. He decided, yeah, I'm leading right now. It's time for mm. me to start missing two-foot putts. Maybe we could put a dent in the homeless problem if you would just pick better teams. Well, I'm still I, picking I, your ass. I'm, like, well, seven I'm up on you now. blindly picking. I don't, you know, I'd love to help well, the again, kids. That's the whole point of the, the game. Community. You say you can beat me picking out of a box, but well, you're about seven behind no, me now. So 500 over the years. You're not even close. No, it's close to 500. Well, it's a major this week. Mm. Doug, yes, it now is. it's on to Carnoustie. Now it's on to Carnoustie. Royal Liverpool. Am I correct on that? Is that what it is? Uh, yes. Last time, uh, that might have been the last major Warrior won. Hmm. Last time 2014. They played 2014. Yeah, 2014. Open. And you don't usually win uh, the week before. I don't, remember, I don't know a lot of guys that win the week before a major and go on to win the major. Well, that's because they're all so good. Well, there's something to it, so I would fade Rory this week. There it is. Me too. Well, you think he's so caught up in the celebration that he can't possibly? I, I don't know what it is, you? but it's it's very hard to win a major after he has winning been the week before. Playing his ass off over his last like six. Yeah, that's events. like seven straight top fives. I imagine it's hard to win unless your name is Tiger Woods in his prime. It's hard to ever win two in a row. Scheffler finished tied for fourth. I think that's 19 straight top 12s. Is that him. right? I didn't watch any of that event. I, mean, I watched a lot traveling. of golf yesterday. Yeah. It wasn't available at the Savannah Airport or Midway. Hmm. Boy, that Midway's an asshole, by the way. You ever? Been yes. To... Oh, yeah. Jesus, yeah. Mary Josephine. Holy crap. Yeah, they haven't I spent too much time decorating there. It... Wow. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Uh, 
Excuse me, gentlemen, I have a serious question. Why is Ken wearing an orange STL cards hat? He's also dressed for winter. Thanks. It's <laughs> well, this is very lightweight, and uh, it's well, I'm like, wearing a blue hat. It's like yeah. 50 in here. Yeah. Well, what do you care what color hat I'm wearing? Yeah. Why am get, I wearing it? Where do you even get an orange oh, cardinal hat? Like Schnooks. I really That's do Schnooks. feel bad for these people. I pulled it. I pulled it off my shelf. I said, oh, I do. I'm wearing a tan uh, zip, so that eh, orange will go with that. I'll pull the orange on. Is that okay with you? I, I wonder what the occasion was that they decided even to manufacture orange cardinal hats. I don't know. I liked it when I saw it. Is that orange or is that city red? That's orange. Pink? Right there at Schnooks. Yeah, I didn't have any orange hats except for a Tennessee Volunteers hat. Yeah. And it's fitted and it doesn't really fit. I bought it in Gatlinburg. No. It's kind of tight. I feel like wearing orange. Is that okay? <laughs> uh, Harrison's brother, Master Lincoln. Oh, I liked it better last week when Tim was on and I was off to YouTube. You couldn't comment on what I was wearing. Oh. Well, don't let him get you. I don't. It's just <laughs> stupid. You would well, be take the forward. time to comment on why is Iggy wearing an orange hat? Yeah. Why? What are you wearing today? <laughs> and let me ask you, why are you wearing that? Oh. You know, I get a chance to experience the 101 ESPN audience on YouTube for the first time in a couple of hours, Jackson. And I have been waiting for this day ever since we started there. And we've been as well received as we've been. How has the YouTube chat been on 101 ESPN? I haven't gotten a chance to watch it yet. You know, I've only been on 101 ESPN twice since uh, you went to Hilden Head, so, or since the YouTube comments even became a reality. Do they keep the comments open there? Because I know yeah. the Riz show uh, shows to pass. No, they keep them up, from my knowledge. Um, so I ever only, and I never looked at them the two days that we did the producer party because I felt good or bad. It wouldn't help my performance, so why not? Why not just not look at it? But today I'll look at it, and uh, it'll be fun. It'll probably be super nice and welcoming, <laughs> and you know, understanding all those things. Sure, they will wrapped be. up into one. Do we have today? The Little Pedals Weekend Wrap Up is that what we have? Uh huh. Yeah, that's what we got today. Little Pedals Weekend Wrap Up, Doug. Been a minute since I've. I know uh, that's crafted, why I forgot what the names were. These things crafted up uh, some questions, so it feels good. It feels good. To, I haven't been in my studio doing the show in like some time now, so it feels good to be back in your little cubby hole. Home is where the heart is. You like say. being in there versus being in here? The Michelob Ultra Studio. Uh, there's advantages and disadvantages to both. You know, I feel like I'm more part of the conversation in there, but I do get to like kind of have my space back here. So it's give and take, just like everything in life. Huh. You follow? Um, I think the Instagram account is just called B Ball. You ever heard of that? The account Doug? called B Ball. Yeah, they post clips of talk shows and stuff talking about the NBA. No. And I heard one. One popped up yesterday. I watched it. The girl asked. Uh, I forgot who she asked. Who would you rather have, Steph Curry or Iggy? So, Andre Iguodala, so that's an old clip of Max oh. Kellerman, in which he does say he wants Andre Iguodala. Oh, that's I like great. to pull that clip where it says, would you rather have Steph Curry or Iggy? <laughs> you hey. should have saved it. Springfield, Missouri, represent. Doug, you like when a text is sent in and somebody starts it off with real Very talk? No. No, I don't like it. Real talk. Why does Piddles not participate in the 101 show when Tim is off? It's from Doug's work husband. It's not, it's not like... It's not like me. I don't control. I don't have a work I don't, husband. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I'm not the master. I was lobbying man. for for you, the, the Plowhawk, and uh, who else? Marshy Marsh and the Playful Posse, and Rocchio. Yeah. And you got it, except for Plowsy. That's 
for two days, though. Yeah, yeah. It, was only, it was only two days. Well, I mean, they had Chris Kerber in, his voice of the blues. It was uh, the MLB All-Star game week. Uh, Tough week to do it no matter who you are. Right, so... but Probably great that Kerber was in. I know he had... Uh, what, he had Baruvi on one day, and he had yep. Oscar Sundquist on the day they signed him. Yep, still had Twelman on on uh, Tuesday, so because uh, Curbs is a big soccer guy, so no, they did. Curbs uh, was great, Dame Mac was great, and then it was fun doing the producer party. Listen, I don't. They, they tell me what to do, and I do it. That's how sure, I do. Yeah. That's how I operate. Yeah. Yeah. Real talk. You're a I'm horny. That's from the Hunchback of Vaughn Castle. Didn't need it. Did not need that. You don't see a Ledoux guy using the term been a minute typically. Surprised by hearing it from Jackson. Yeah. More of a Canton plowboy type of phrase. That's from Ken's wedding toast. People only started using that just a few years ago, right? That's that's a rather recent phrase. I feel like it's a Gen Z millennial type yeah. uh, slang more so than a, like a geographic location dialect. Instead of saying it's been a while, now it's been a minute. Yeah. I don't know. It's just something Doug, I say. Doug, here's more real talk. Tim, fun fact. The 69 in La Serena, 69 is actually for her birthday, which is June 9th. That's from the foot soldier. Okay. We needed that. Why did we wait we this long to here. get that information? Literally, it's like a nice little footnote. The only yeah. people that know that are the weird, weird people. The weird. Right? Like, mm-hmm. most normal people would just be like, oh, that's a fun little, cute little sex position. I had that mm-hmm. when I was 12 years old on my email account. <laughs> Mm-hmm. When you know it's her birthday, you know you spent at least 800 at Tiffany's for, like, a tennis bracelet for her. Probably like, so, yeah. You know what I hate? I hate the yeah, the porn lovers that follow these porn stars. What? They get They get bent out of shape. Porn lovers. On, like, uh, Instagram. And whenever Dillian posts something, I'll comment. Oh, no. And she posted, Very subtle. She posted something the other day from the beach. That's when I said that she looks like she's losing some weight and she's back to working out. No. Oh. Um, I just commented, looking good, kiddo. Kiddo. And, and somebody responded, <laughs> why don't you go away, pervert? She doesn't like you. Yeah. Quit trying to stick suck don't up to her. Don't you in the Dillian comments group? Yeah. You don't know her. This is like an onion quit sucking, Quit sucking up to her. Oh. She doesn't even know you exist. Oh. And I said, Jesus Christ, I just made a comment about it. And I, and I do know her, so And whatever. little did they know that you had her in your bedroom. Yeah, little did they know that she was sitting on my patio right next to me for right. a couple hours. And So you can call her kiddo. Iggy, she was on a podcast, and she said it there. She actually hates the position of 69. Thanks, that's from the foot so I didn't say anything. Plowsy's the one who brought it. Why don't you figure out who's talking before you start sending these comments in? Well, I just brought it up. I don't care that what I think her name is. It's weird that he knows oh. that that's her birthday. Do you know your favorite story? Do you know any porn star on birthday? <laughs> Doug, what porn star's birthday? I, I don't know. I love Lisa Ann to death. Like I said, I couldn't tell you what I could. Month. It's the same day. May 9th. Oh, yeah. So yeah, you do know porn yeah, stars. Same birthday. Wow, you're she, a makes a, she makes a big deal. It's my birthday, too. <laughs> she makes a deal of it every time she's on. She was in Miami this weekend for Exotica. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was. She you was and Biff should have been there. Yeah. That's one we should go to. Why? Because it's in Miami. I can go hang out with Kai. Oh, he doesn't want you to come hang out with. He'd probably actually appreciate you if you were to get him into Exotica. I didn't see. It sounds I didn't like see, his, that's kind of his brand. I didn't see many big stars there. Um, Are there often big stars at these? Uh, yeah, depending on what's going on. Miami, I'm kind of surprised Bella Danger wasn't there. She's lives there. No, I think we're all shocked by that. <laughs> um, but I saw I saw a picture of Lisa Ann post with her in Brooklyn Chase. I don't know if she's had work done, but this it didn't even look like Brooklyn Chase. When she said Brooklyn Chase, I said, is there another Brooklyn Chase besides the one with the nice breasts that I like? Ah, it's, I don't know what she did. But... Boy, I can see you're upset with it. 
Yeah, because she's gorgeous. <laughs> Iggy, guys who comment on porn stars' social media are creeps. Also, Iggy, tells a story about commenting on porn stars' social media. That's from the Chicago Ginger. Did you understand? I was, the guy was calling me a creep. I didn't call anybody a creep. Oh, I thought you did. No, he called me a creep. Yeah. But you're no creep. No, I'm not. Just like when Learn does a... Okay, what's the time? 817, the first mention. It's like when she does... Hey, that might have paid pretty heavy. When she goes goes live and uh, I go in there and sure enough, there's always one question. How creepy is Iggy? Yeah. Not creepy. Is her answer, he's not creepy at all. Yeah, she usually... uh, How are the sports? Are they great? Yeah. She usually says he's not creepy at all. He's a very nice guy. Guys, Keisha Gray was there with hometown hero Brianna Lee. That's from Josh Bob Bill, who shares a building with Keisha Gray. Okay. Hometown hero Brianna Lee. I thought that was Patty Maroon and David Freeze. Yeah, you can watch that hero comment. I think Brianna Lee's been on the show before, back in the day. Uh, do you remember uh, Brianna? No, and I'm she's from St. Louis? Yeah. I think she might have been an inside SEO. I think she was. Store. Yeah, I think she was. And there was a girl who wanted to withdraw from the competition that much, month because she found it offensive that she was in the competition. No. It was a great time in my yeah, career. I bet. Makes you want to do it again. <laughs> Is this seriously happening on the air right now? That's from Ray King, and it was sent to mm. him with all caps. All right, well, we just talked about a few things. Which, what are you commenting on? What's happening right now in the air? Talking? Mm-hmm. It could be the subject matter. I'll stop talking about it. You found something more interesting on your phone? No. Drink's about to address the media in Nashville. Oh. I would imagine that will get you going. Is this media days? Can't is wait. SEC media days. Can we go live? Yeah. He's going to bash another much more successful SEC coach about something that happened six years ago and get a couple laughs. About beating him to a, a recruit because he, he had some big recruiting wins last week and the week before. He's had some, yeah, for sure. He's not terrible. He's in the top 50. <laughs> <laughs> what will it be like when Brian Kelly comes to Faroe Field to face an undefeated bunch of Missouri Tigers? 2.30, CBS. Find I just out. hope Kelly is still talking in that Louisiana Cajun <laughs> accent that he developed the very day he took the job. And dancing. <laughs> dancing. I did see they had... One pundit had Missouri at four and eight. Pundit. I'd like to be a pundit. <laughs> I don't know even know probably what that means, but it's the proper term here. Four and four eight. eight. Four wow. And eight. Jeez. So they have them That's losing to Vanderbilt. Stop. And South Carolina were the two oh that God. were more surprising. And then your typical LSU, Georgia, and I forgot. I think maybe Kentucky was in that. I forgot Missouri's schedule. Well, that so I can't shouldn't really... be too surprised. I mean, Kentucky beats them every year. I don't know. Georgia, Four LSU, sure. That's rough. Especially with that schedule, that would be it. I mean, that'd be a fire drink. Losing season. to Vandy in South Carolina would be as bad as it could. You're yeah. down in South Carolina. What? You're down in South Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, I'm down well, on. I'll tell you, I, I played some golf with some South Carolina fans, uh, and they love Beamer. Hmm. Oh, Beamer ball? Man, we love Beamer ball. We love that guy. So they're super high on him. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what South Carolina is expected to have. I have no clue. Spencer Radler back? But yes. Beamer's got equity with that fan base, that's for sure. I like Shane Beamer, too. I have, it's not an indictment of him. South Carolina just hasn't been that great over the past few years. But within the days of the transfer portal being so robust, teams Talk can turn that. around quickly. Robust. <laughs> Weren't they better than Mizzou last year? No, Mizzou beat them. Yeah. I mean, schedule. I mean, standings-wise. 
don't believe so. What was their record? Oh, South Carolina beat Tennessee when Hendon Hooker got hurt, and they got their really dance around on that one. Well, you don't like those Gamecocks, do you? I have no beef. The only team I dislike, truly dislike in the Bulls. SEC is Tennessee. Why? I, I don't like them. Why? <laughs> I don't necessarily have to answer why. I just don't like them. Well, I he's love, declining the answers. Yeah, I love suspicious. when the zoo beats uh, Tennessee. It's like my favorite thing in the world. A uh, big old fan uh, who has yet to have a chance to call in, apparently, says South Carolina's picked to finish third in the SECs. In the SEC East? Okay. Fair enough. I'll step down, I guess. I'll still take the Tigers. I didn't think they did. I didn't think they did the picks until after media days. This could be just like a Talty. Talty <laughs> pick. Oh, John Talty. Gosh, he's yeah. on my nerves. What I read was a dude that didn't have a blue check mark, so it was a dude who was too poor to even pay the eight bucks. But still a pundit. So like, <laughs> yeah. So it's probably a dude. Yeah, it's probably a talk show somewhere, sports show that had nothing to talk about last week during the All Star break and. Let's go ahead and break down the top ten in the well, SEC. Why don't this year. we come up with some rankings and put it all on yeah, Twitter? We could be pundits. Instagram. Well, porn stars, what do you want to do? No, football. I, I'm out. Yeah, I Well, sorry to bore the deuces. <laughs> uh you won't be bored if you go to Heavy Smoke and see Chris Schaefer, sweet mother of mercy. Is he cooking up some delicious barbecue? He's a three-time world championship barbecue winner. He competes almost every weekend around the country in the biggest barbecue competitions. Uh, Heavy Smoke is right off I-70 in St. Peter's at Cave Springs Exit on the Outer Road. Chris's meat is the most succulent, slow-cooked, perfect party your mouth has ever experienced. Homemade sides. He's a barbecue genius. I've been out there. It's wonderful. Get him to cater your party at HeavySmokeBBQ.com. It's Chris Schaefer at Heavy Smoke BBQ. I-70, St. Peter's Cave Springs exit. Chris Schaefer, HeavySmokeBBQ.com if you would like to have them cater for you. And while you're out there, might as well stop by Big St. Charles Motorsports because they're also at the I-70 and Cave Springs exit as well. And they're also a sponsor here of TMA. Disconnect from the daily grind with something far more powerful. The oceans and lakes around you. The Yamaha 2023 Wave Runner lineup offers everything, including the Built for Fun EX Series, the Race Ready GP Series with performance-enhancing technology, and the top-of-the-line FX Series. Chase a thrill or find an escape with Yamaha Wave Runners designed to bring you closer to everything you love about the water. Get your 2023 Yamaha Wave Runner at Big St. Charles Motorsports located on I-70 at Cave Springs in St. Charles, Missouri. Go online at Big St. Charles Motorsports. Dot com I-70 and the Cave Springs exit. It's a destination dealer. Uh, guys, Ken sense live reads is bolted. I no. can confirm that, but he's back. It was a very quick it was a very okay. quick step out. Where did you go in just those few seconds you were gone? Bathroom? That was oh. quick. Well, I figured I it's only one. I didn't have to take a recreational. Oh, I hope mm. not. Mm. I figure I because when we take a break here, everybody's got a little bathroom. So I just figured, well, Tim's doing a live spot. I can go to the bathroom real quick and come back. Oh, there you go. Okay. Gives you more time to smoke when we do have the Good break. strategy. No. Good strategy. doesn't matter. I smoke till I'm done anyway. Yeah. Okay. Suggestion. Jackson is a huge fan of the show. Plowsy is not. That's not a dig. It's just a fact. Maybe Jackson could help identify funny segments from the show's history for TMA All Day or get some ideas from the fan page or Buck Swope. That's from the Banty Boy in Bridgeton. Oh, wow. 
Why so banty and British? And they bought up the property and then didn't use it. Does I, mean, that... I do kind of. Oh, eminent domain. I do kind of help with it. Like the first, I don't know, fifty to a hundred segments that we had in TMA all day, I pulled and put in there before Plazzi got with us. So well, one of the things we've talked about doing, and I went to lunch with uh, with Tommy and uh, Marty to talk about putting uh, some of my podcast interviews in the rotation, because in the first few years of a uh, podcast, we were getting ridiculous guests. And those would be evergreen. A lot of those would be evergreen anyway, not all of them. Or you can cut out parts that yeah. would be dated. But, uh, yeah, that's something that I know that we've uh, discussed as well. I mean, God, I don't know how many. I mean, with Iggy and... Over 100. Sea Monster. 150, C-Monster, probably. And uh, I guess Gangster Pete. Yeah, so that's something that we've talked about. And there really well. wasn't uh, a bad one of the bunch. There were probably a couple of political ones that maybe didn't go... Quite the way, but um, no, they were, they were. Those were those were good too. I never, I never, I don't like, you know, do cable news thing and like start shouting at people. I just hear their perspective. I got, I was scolded by another well-known radio host in the market for having one guy on to give him a forum, Doug. Yeah, but then you go the opposite. <laughs> you give somebody else. a forum. So did you apologize and say, okay, we'll strike that and never? Or how come you don't challenge? I'm just like, I'm having a conversation. I'm not, I'm not doing, you know. Take your pick of whatever cable news host you would like. Because yeah, I know I don't know. So I'm not going to act like I know just because I've read something that somebody else who I think may know and then plagiarize what they said. Uh, let's see. Oh, Deke Dotum with breaking news. John Talty is actually skipping this year's SEC Media Days to attend the Sibian Conference in Topeka. <clears throat> Keep an eye on his upcoming top ten list of rib detachments that will pepper that prostate. will make your whole leak with pure lust. That's oh. from Deke Dodo. Is that another one of his AI messages that he sends in? <laughs> ChatGPT. He just gives them a few words, and the AI comes up with a, a paragraph or two. Didn't know that about Talty. Guess there's more money in Symbians. Symbians. Is it called Symbians? It's like Simba version of Symbians. Yeah. <laughs> All right. No Symbians. Well, I've only seen one. That was on the Howard Stern Show, and Jen and Jameson wrote it. Doug, did you see Jenna Jameson? No, no, Jameson, right? I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I don't watch that. Is it still on? Howard Stern. You can watch him on the app. The Last TV night show. he did a live show out of nowhere. It's seven o'clock, uh, and I guess he was just having a dinner party, and John Bon Jovi and Robert Downey Jr. and Jimmy Fallon were over along with their wives, and I guess they were all kind of intoxicated or high, no. whatever, and uh, and they just hopped on and did a show. It was relatively entertaining, yeah. I tell you. Bet it's not a bad be. idea. Yeah. That Jimmy Fallon just sucks his way into so many stars. Uh oh, now Jimmy Fallon's oh, God. shrapnel. God, this guy. Well, he's a star himself. You ever listen to his show? It's bad. All he does is repeat what the guest says and laughs. That's that's his whole thing. The so show? I was, so I was doing this movie in uh, L.A., and this guy came <laughs> In L.A., this guy came up. <laughs> oh. So we were riding in a car, and some guy stops me. This guy stopped you? <laughs> He just repeats what the guest says and laughs. Does he? And then says, I knew you back when. We've been friends for a long time. He makes makes everybody know how long he's known the person and how great friends they are. And he just really digs me the wrong way. Well, he seems like a happy enough guy, pleasant fellow. I guess. I just didn't like when he first started his show that he said they had a policy that uh, if a guest, we book a guest, if you go on any other show besides ours, we will 
unbook you. Yeah, I don't like that either. Can't come on our show if you've been on somebody else's show. We want exclusive rights to having you as a guest. Oh, yeah, that's no good. Well, if, if somebody's out promoting a movie, you think they're just going to go on your show and forget the other ones? No. But that was their policy. We're not putting guests on there on other, other talk shows. Probably why it's not very good. Well, it's popular. I just don't, I just don't care for them. Okay. You'll it's be upset me. to hear that. Yeah. I'm sure somebody will tweet at him. <laughs> I think so. Probably not. <laughs> probably not, because he doesn't probably do his own Twitter account. He's probably a little busy for that. Most of these people don't. That's why I was excited when Pitbull retweeted one of my <laughs> tweets. So I said, best oh. show I've seen. And had some pictures, and he retweeted it, but it was probably his. Cassie Moore is on one of those streaks to where she has tagged Jimmy Fallon, Eminem, um, ludicrous. She didn't get one like. Oh no! It's like single-digit views. No likes. You know she would like it. She tags all these superstars, thinking I don't know what the the end game is. Are they going to see it? Are they going to care? Are they going to respond? And they never do. Amber. Well, she, she just did it the other day. To, I forgot what celebrity. Steph Curry after winning. She like congrats, you know, at Steph Curry. Hey, you know, that's awesome. Well, yeah, and no she's one just cares. Trying, she's why, trying to find a, But why do people do that? She's just trying to market herself. She's trying to pick off some followers and hopefully well, I, they if they if they respond or something, then she can use that. So she's just she's trying to dig me and trying to pick up some followers. But after like the ninth one of getting no likes, you gotta think you got to switch the strategy up. Oh, I tag a lot of people. I never get likes. <laughs> Who do you tag? I didn't know. If, I watch, you know, if, I watch, if I'm watching a TV show or something, I'll say how good it is, and I'll tag the actress. She is really great in this. I'm enjoying this show. You know, I don't care if I get likes or not, but if I'm going to talk about it, I might as well tag her. What the hell? Are you hoping that this actress will notice? And maybe take an interest in you? No, I don't really pay attention. I don't even go back and look at my tweets to see who liked oh. it. So well, maybe you missed out on Audrey Pryor. What was her name? Audrey Plaza. Audrey Plaza. Plaza, yeah. Yeah. Well, I was on an Audrey Plaza kick for a while there. Boy, you sure I was were. watching everything she did yeah. after I saw um, White Lotus. I didn't know who she was. No. And I said, God, this girl who plays that, and I think Jackson said, that's Audrey Plaza. She's all over the place. She's sure. well-known. I never heard of her. No. And then I watched Parks and Rec. Right. I watched like four of her movies. Well, four more. <laughs> and now she's up for an Emmy. Yeah. Maybe I'll tag her. Good luck on the Emmys. Right. Good luck on the Emmys this yeah. week, Audrey. Maybe make Aubrey. a connection. Just give her some love for the nom. Just say, hey, congrats like on the, the nom. nom? Do you I like don't know that? what that means. The nomination. nomination. Oh. <laughs> had, you had enough time. It's three-hour show. No, I make him. Oh, I make 280 him. characters, big dog. I'm so happy that at Aubrey <laughs> Plaza got nominated. She is so good in White Lotus. Nice. And I'll just keep refreshing. Yeah, that, that might just be enough. Just keep tweeting until she sees it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hey, Aubrey, did you not hear me? Congrats. <laughs> I think on the third one, she'll just hit mute. <laughs> Jimmy Fallon doesn't hold a candle to the guy that has a fart machine in public. Now that is comedy. That comes from That is. Gilstrap. <laughs> Gilstrap. Some guy DM me the other day goes, Iggy, is this the guy you're talking about? I said, yeah, that's Gilstrap. You think he should be the host of the Tonight Show? No, I don't. I think he's funnier than Jimmy Fallon, though. Yeah. <laughs> once again, resentful of someone else's talent and success, put him up there with Tarico and Joey Zanaboni. That's from Big Tough. Doug, would you like to hear a call from Joey Zanaboni? Sure, I would. You know, those doggies just keep on winning. Four right. of their last five, they bounce mm -hmm. back from the defeat against Los Angeles on Wednesday night, and they ship Miami before they get messy. Uh, take a listen. 
They do right. Yes! Final baby! Hey! 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 Said. I couldn't understand it either. You guys stepped on it. Okay, well, let's hear it again. Sorry. We won't talk this well, I time. think his voice stepped on it. <laughs> hey! Exploding like a flatulent extra in the Oppenheimer movie! I still know what he said. Flatulent exploding hey! something or other. Exploding like a flatulent <laughs> extra in, a, in the Oppenheimer movie, which is I about don't the even invention of the atomic bomb. Don't even know what that means. Jack, 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 Jack. Hey, hey! That's what he used to yell. Harry Carey, 64 album. You're in first place, Harry. Hey, hey! <laughs> that goal was sick. That moving goal was beautiful. Doug, he's uh, done it before for these doggies. And he did it again. Mm -hmm. Three, do you say three nil? Are you good with three nil now? I don't like three nil. Top of the table. Three nothing. Top of the table. They scored on, I think, three set pieces. That's correct. Yeah. I don't care when Miami gets messy. They're going to have some problems. They are trash. I was Miami's watching that trash. game, and they were bad, bad. Oh, you went to the games that we said? Uh-uh. I was just watching oh. it, and uh, Miami is not good. They I didn't even know they got the game in. I thought it got rained out. It got delayed. When, remember when Jackson was excited for Tim to watch the Uncle Bottom for his nephew on White Lotus? Good times. That's from Jamie Rivers' vacation. Mm, it's a major Speedo. plot line. It was a major storyline. It really <laughs> changed up the, the season. It was. It takes me back a few months. I don't know when that was. But it, I felt like that was a bit of a bait and switch on Jackson's part. I was like, man, there's going to be inevitably there's going to be some lesbianism at the end of the show because Jackson goes, oh, you're going to love the end of the show. <laughs> and then the end of the show comes and it's an older gentleman bottoming for his nephew. Oh, <laughs> to be uh, fair, he wasn't technically his nephew, but he was being portrayed as such. Uh, either way, though, it was such a major plot line. And, this show, and the plot was getting even thicker. But to say I was going to look forward to it. Well... <laughs> if I could have used a different choice of words, maybe I would have. God but, I, but my sentiment, I believe, remains the same. Is there going to be another season of White Absolutely. Lotus? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Yep. Different location, I assume. Aubrey Plaza back in there. Did she get killed at the end? She did not. You saw the you saw. Yeah, the I forgot, though. It's been she a couple not. months since yeah. I saw it. <laughs> no, she did. She did. the other female that, that it's, uh, killed. It's, uh, yeah. The older lady. <laughs> it fell off the boat. Yeah, hopefully they don't bring her back. God, that whiny Well, they can't. She's dead. Jennifer Coolidge? Prequel. Yeah. She I, liked, I liked her in... Uh, Stefano Demera, Doug. I guy. liked her in American Pie, but that's oh, yeah. about it. Hating on Fallon for saying he's friends with the people he interviews is all-time peak zero self-awareness. That's from Ray King. Well, who did I say I was friends with? That's a big-time star. Oh. Well, you got to name them. Don't just throw it out there without naming some Some people. of these musicians that you had on. Well, they are friends. You say they are? Well, yeah, yeah, but when I interview them, I don't say, Andrew, you're my best friend. I've known you forever. How you doing? Oh, we've known each other forever. I've known you for 10 years. We're friends. When I'm interviewing them, I don't. I say them on the show because that's what you do is you... Yeah. When people want to say you don't even know them, then I point out, yeah, we're friends. So you goad me into it, you listeners. Hmm. It's their fault again. <laughs> God, yeah, Stop like it's listening. Been 30 years, but back in those days, we had household names like J.J. Jackson and Mark Goodson and Martha Quinn. And this lady who I've been in love with for 30 years, and oh. it's good to talk to her again. It's been about a year and a half. We were talking about the lovely Nina Blackwood. Nina, how are you? Hi, Andy. Oh, <laughs> she would consider me a friend. Wasn't it Mark Goodman? 
When I say Goodson, <laughs> I thought it was a Mark Todd, Bill Goodson production. Mark Goodson, Bill Todd was like Mark Goodson. <laughs> they used to be all the game shows. This has yes, been a Mark Goodson, Bill Todman production. That's correct. Yeah, there's one guy from St. Louis. I forgot what his name was. It was on Bert Condy. No, on MTV. Oh, well, Smash was on. Uh, a guy named Dave Holmes won like a VJ contest. He was one of the like the top. Or actually, the the probably the originals, along with Martha Quinn and oh, is that right? JJ Jackson and God, I forgot what his name was. Hmm. I'll go down and ask. Now, you man isn't here anymore. He would know. Send a text. So Mark he... Goodman, Bill Todd, Martha Quinn, Alan Hunter, Nina Blackwood, JJ Jackson, Nina Blackwood. That's that. Those are the originals. Any of those people from St. Louis? No, unless it was Jackson or not. Uh, who was the fourth one you mentioned? Alan Hunter? It might have been Alan Hunter. Alan Hunter lives in St. Louis. Somebody just texted in. Uh, he's from Alabama. It says soon Hunter found himself Roll behind the Roll. scenes. Manupal uh, eligible. Uh, says that he lives in St. Louis. Okay. Yeah, let's get him on. Doug, you want to get him on? Well, sure. Yeah, why not? I don't know why we wouldn't. Uh, we would uh, enjoy a Michelob Ultra with him here in the studios. 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbohydrates. Michelob Ultra sponsored the J. Randolph Jr. Fan Page Club Championship. The final four is here. Wow. What a time. The final four of the J. Randolph Jr. Fan Page Club Championship. It'll be Guy, 2019 champion, going up against Kevin Roth. Mm-hmm. And then... Dogtown tie going up against 2021 champion Todd Callahan. No. Are we finally going to have somebody win this thing a second time this year, Doug? Well, I think Gee will win it. Has he yeah. won it before? He's 2019. Yeah, oh, so you got no. two guys that have a chance to win it twice. Yeah, Gee will win it, I think. Jonathan Murphy, Iggy. Jonathan like, Murphy? I don't remember him. What, are we changing topics? <laughs> no. So if uh, if Gee wins his match and Callahan win, oh, no, wins his not. match... You're guaranteed. 100% chance that somebody's going to win it twice. Yeah. Looks like that Dogtown Ties playing really good golf right now. Have you Does seen he, any of his no, matches? Hell no. No, I haven't. No, no, I haven't. And won't. Is he the guy with the drone? <laughs> he is. Flying Sibian. He plays with a drone? <laughs> is that an unfair advantage to have a drone <laughs> no, fly I just, over the course? I just want to know if the same go? guy that does the drone. Would that be possible to have? What, have a drone? To have a, a drone connected to your phone so you can see everything the drone is shooting? I, I have guess. to tell when I got to the 18th tee box at Harbortown, there was a drone hovering over it. And I go, wow, did they add a drone? Because people always get pictures on that tee box and yeah. shoot videos. And I guess just somebody brought the drone out there with them because the drone was gone. by the We were on 17. Oh. By the time we got to 18, the drone was gone. I was thinking, wow, what a nice accoutrement. Not a bad idea by the people at Harbortown. No. Dogtown Tie maybe came up with the idea. I told the guy at Sawgrass, and I don't know if they do it now, but if they do, it was my idea. They stole. Of course they stole it. Everyone <laughs> steals your stuff. When I was at Sawgrass, there's a picture of me on the tee box, but then we didn't film hitting the shot, which I would have loved to have because I knocked it five feet. So I went in after the club. To the clubhouse, you got to pick up your bag tag that they make for you. Before you tee off, you ask for your name, and they say, you can pick up your bag tag. Um, and it's all complimentary if you pay i didn't pay but i still no. got one no you're too big um, to pay. that's a nice sawgrass bag tag in the shape it's got a cut out of the island it's got your name on it so i was in there and i was talking to maybe the head pro or whoever's in the clubhouse i said you guys ever thought about just having a camera behind the 17th and just film it's not and a bad idea and if somebody wants to buy their video maybe they get a hole in one maybe they hit a close oh i 
should have filmed that's a, that. That's a great idea. And people mm-hmm. buy it and goes, no, we never did that. That'd be a moneymaker for one. You charge 20 bucks for that video. If somebody hit a nice shot, they're going to want it. I agree with you. So if you charge them 20 bucks, they're going to buy it. That's why I was thinking that, oh, like so many people get those pictures and the caddies always have to take the pictures yeah. in 18, that perhaps they have developed something similar to what you're talking about at 17 at Sawgrass. Not the Sawgrass needs any money, but it's a moneymaker. Yeah. If, if we can add to the top line, let's do it. Well, sure. Why do you think people at Six Flags in that, they have a picture and they, you come down the log fume, hee, people buy that <laughs> what picture. What was that noise that you just made? They put their hands up in the air, wee. Okay. Guys, the whole point of hearing that story is for him to say he got it within five feet. Thanks, <laughs> well, it's for slippery turf. I've mentioned a hundred times that I got it within five feet and made birdie, so it's nothing new. Well, we have new listeners. And they say, that's what I say. Nobody, nobody understands that when they, I tell these stories. I've heard that a hundred times. Well, there's people that are listening for the first time and heard it once. And they need these. Yeah. Well, to get a good piece of video on that hole, you'd have to have almost a, a zoom on that camera. Otherwise, you'd, you'd see the guy hit, but I'm not sure you'd see the ball 150 yards up ahead. Well, yeah, I'm a camera shoot. Yeah, I'm not an engineer. I don't know how it would work, but. It really wouldn't be that complex. I yeah. really, I do think that would be profitable. That is a legitimately good idea. Yeah, maybe they do it now. I don't know. They didn't then, though. I mean, you can't do it everywhere. It has to be like signature golf holes, like oh, yeah. 17 and yeah. 18 at Harbor like, Town. Like a hole at Pebble or, Beach, maybe be, playing. Yeah, what is that, 8 at Pebble Beach? Yeah. Maybe you've stumbled on a million-dollar idea. Yeah, look at you. I'll go up there and take I pictures. I might remove my capital for goodorbad.com. Mm-hmm. Still haven't I'll, seen a monetization I'll strategy. move to Ponte Vedra, and I'll just stand behind 17 all day taking video Would you? and saying, if you want it, 20 bucks. Sure they'd love to have you up there. Here, here, I just did it. Here, what's your address? I'll send it to you, 20 bucks. I'll do it. Tim, this is a big week for goodorbad.com. Oh, wow, what do we got going on? It. It's Barbenheimer. we got the two biggest movies Doug of the year. Barbenheimer. Who, who, who's that? Barbie and Oppenheimer come out the same day. Oh. It's a, this, is the, this, this, is the, this is the big week. <laughs> yeah, I want to see Oppenheimer. Barbie, that doesn't really do it for me. Greta Gerwig. Shout out to her. <laughs> Are you going to go see Barbie? Absolutely. Are you really? Yeah, Greta Gerwig. She's Why do you keep saying that? She's an outstanding <laughs> filmmaker, and this is her third movie, and I'm really looking forward to it. Margot Robbie. Okay. Mike Gosling. Will Ferrell's in it. Well, I like Will Ferrell. It just seems like the little bits that I've seen from it, it looks like it's awfully silly, like for for kids, like almost a kid's movie. Is that what it is? No. Well, sorry, I didn't know. So Barbie and Ken have sex? I don't think it's a pornography movie. Are they going to have a penis on this one, or is it just going to be the okay. doll? Okay. that off. Uh, I'll report back. Hence why this is a big week for GoodOrBad.com. Yeah. But how... How are we, and I say we as an investor, how are we monetizing this week? Uh, maybe I'll open up a Patreon for takes. Oh, God. Oh, man. I think uh, that could be big. Yeah, just do a cameo. Start a cameo and say, I'll give uh, movie reviews if you like. Just send me money. It's like Shark Tank in here today. Yeah. I'll review it for you. I feel like I could do the same thing with Patreon and only do it once as opposed to Cameo and do it 50 times. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I do the Patreon, someone pays five bucks for it. Everyone gets the same take. If I do a Cameo, I have to do 50 different takes. Oh, maybe somebody wants, somebody wants you to... Uh... Well, I'm glad you asked, Bill, because here's my review of Barbie. You personalize it. Yeah, personalize it. Yeah, nice. maybe... 
do a little cucking, whatever. <laughs> that opens this weekend or? Yes. Like tonight, this weekend. this weekend. Man, the life just left his body when Jackson took the topic off of his billion-dollar idea and <laughs> straight into Barbenheimer. That's from KG and O-Town. Yeah, it was really, uh, really downtrodden there. In all seriousness, every once in a while, Ken has a legitimately good idea, and it makes me wonder what his life would be like if he had even a modicum of work ethic to implement those ideas. That's from Arbor Day. Well, I had some work ethic. I told the guy what to do. You didn't, you didn't say the words right. <laughs> work ethic. Okay. I had some work ethic that day. I told the guy what he should do. Film back then. It, no, it's, you don't get a work ethic credit my, for just saying goal. something. you got to actually do something. Well, I could have just left and said nothing. Or you could have set something up and actually made some money off of it. I don't live in Jacksonville. You said you'd moved to Ponte Vedra. Well, I would, but I wasn't thinking about it at the time. <laughs> Probably couldn't afford to live in Ponte Vedra, but... Well, you could if you had with this thing rolling. Could be a moneymaker. Yeah. They stopped it at the amusement parks because all the girls were taking their tops off. Oh, is that right? They ruined it for that. everybody. Really? Yeah, because what they would do is they would buy the picture, but then they they get then a camera, and the cameras had to go flash. So they had to stop doing it. Well, but who, who would care? Those pictures are only up there for a few seconds while the people are done with the ride, walk through. Right? How do you explain it to your kids? All you see is one kid walking by, and there's some girls flashing her boobs. That's all it takes. Okay. You know what goes on in this country. Happens once. You ruin it for everybody. Well, couldn't they throw I, the people out of the park that did it and get that word out? But everybody was doing it. It wasn't just one girl. They all started everyone doing it. Everyone did it? Almost every girl that <laughs> came down that log flume or whatever and lift her top everyone? up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I got one of me. Everyone? I got one of me. You know, lifted up and showed her nips, bro? No, in Orlando, we, the picture's so bad. I mean, I'm, it looks like I'm scared to death. <laughs> I'm kind of saying, like, well, usually, my usually, sister goes, she wants this. I go, no, please, get rid of it. Usually you don't even know where the camera is, right? You know where it is when you're coming down. Because it's a harrowing down. part of the ride. You're not looking for cameras. You're kind right of hanging you, on. Well, you know where it is. Right when you're coming down, you see the camera flash. This is at the log flume? No, whatever it was in Orlando. Well, the they they it, had it at Six Flags, but they took it down because people were flashing. They did not stop the pictures at amusement parks. Where does this old get his information? That's from the Breakfast Club. So, Breakfast, you called every amusement park in the country and said, uh, do you still do pictures? You couldn't have done it in the five minutes I've told this story. No, he couldn't have. Six Flags does. Don't act like you know what you're talking about. Six Flags still have them, Plowsy? You're a diamond member out there. Yeah, well, the funny thing is people now just try to take pictures with their cell phones with their picture. Uh, and, uh, yeah. you know, like, you got them, like, trying mm -hmm. to put their hands like, oh, yeah. over it. Pretty funny. I don't care what I look like. I've done these rides enough. Right. You still go on the log flume when you're out there? Yeah, someone messaged me a picture um, in my DMs this weekend, blessed. Um, and and I, I couldn't tell if they were, I couldn't tell where they were. They just sent me this random picture of him and his wife. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, oh, this is Bill's wife. Bill's Ooh, wife? Could have been. I'm finally going to. Oh, and, wow. And so my message, my response was, Bill's wife, question mark? He goes, <laughs> What? Yeah, what are you talking about? He's like, no, I'm at Six Flags. Oh. I'm like, oh, okay. That makes sense. And then he yeah. asked you if you wanted a picture of his wife naked? I didn't ask that follow-up, and he didn't give me that. Uh, There's one guy who did it to me. I didn't even ask. He just sent you a naked photo No, he wife? sent me a picture of uh, him and his wife. Then he sent me another picture of just his wife on the beach. He goes, I'm blessed. I, I'm, I'll kick my coverage. I said, yeah. You didn't know this person? No. And I said, yeah, congratulations. And he goes, 
I can send some news if you're interested. What in the world? Are you serious? Yeah, I said no, thank you. I get none of the things. <laughs> Usually it's just, hey, I'm here in Simba. Well, I, even even if she'd have been gorgeous, I would have said no. This happened because recently. I'm not gonna get in that situation. <laughs> just just recently? Yeah, probably six, seven months ago. I'll have to go back and look at oh, it. Oh, how went that not a topic? I, yeah, I, I feel like I've we had left one out that we left to put out Dude, there. if I get a naked I I did listener's t- wife, I thought I, I did tell that story. There's a good chance that you did tell the story. And yeah. we've, of course, have just Nobody's going to mention everything. that. Nobody's going to mention that. Why don't you mention that, that I did tell the story, no, so I would know. But I'll mention Glenn Betts Jewelers while people <laughs> mention that. Glenn Betts Jewelers in business in St. Louis since 1941, operated by the third and fourth generation of the Betts family. The Glenn Betts difference is you are served personally, you're not sold. So if you are in the market for jewelry, go to the jeweler of TMA, Glenn Betts Jewelers, which develops relationships through generations of your family, too. They get to know your likes, lifestyle, and who and what you love. The three L's. GlennBettsJewelers.com, located one mile east of 270 on Manchester. In the pair, in the jewelry business, there is good, better, and then there is Betts. Betts family passion for serving their customers has been passed down from generation Generation Glenn Betts Jewelers.com. Jackson, tell the people about Mark Hanna of Evergreen Well Strategies, who's a wonderful individual. Wonderful individual and the great communicator himself. Yeah. You know, that's something that I think sets Mark apart from the competition is his ability to convey his message to his clients. I know you've heard me talk about it before, but I'm serious, man. You get on the phone with Mark Hanna, you have a discussion, especially that first conversation you have with him when you start working with him. You get so much information out of him just based on talking about life. And I think that's so valuable. I love having someone I can trust, you know, someone I know if I get on the phone with them, I'm going to feel better getting off the phone than when I get on the phone. And to me, that's exactly why I work with Mark Hanna. I think it's exactly why you should work with Mark Hanna. 314-889-0503. Go online at evergreenstl.com. Mark Hanna, Evergreen. Wealth Strategies. Coming up this Thursday, we're going to have a couple of guests in studio from the Illinois Recovery Center, which is the new premier inpatient substance abuse facility in Swansea, Illinois, telling their story uh, and also why they created this facility in Swansea, Illinois. When it comes to the disease of addiction, getting help should not be as difficult as it currently is. The Illinois Recovery Center's mission is to be the receiving hand in the community when someone seeks help. The IRC develops, delivers a comprehensive system of care that welcomes both the individual struggling and family alike. If you or someone you know wants to learn about the Illinois Recovery Center, please call 888-472-9559 or email info at IllinoisRecoveryCenter.com. Again, the number 888-472-9559 or email info at IllinoisRecoveryCenter.com. Com. An hour from now, we'll have the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day. It's time to close out the Munganass St. Louis Acura Alton Toyota 7 o'clock hour at 8.51. Is this a new record? Yeah. We is did it, really? done. We right. did it. I came back oh, from Hilton jump. Head loaded for bear, and we did it. We knew we could do it. We knew we could. Right. Set know. a record on your first day back. Sends a message, I think. Nice You're going, here to play. Yeah, I'm here to play. Uh, all right, we'll take a break. Come back with our 8 o'clock hour at about 8.58. <laughs> oh. It's Ryan Kelly morning after.